Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. How is the U.S. economy doing? The president today says he's very optimistic, while Republicans don't seem to agree. NTD's Iris Tao has more on the heated debate. Despite inflation soaring at a 40-year high, the president says... I've never been more optimistic about America than I am today. I really mean it. Addressing the economy on Tuesday, President Biden insisted that his economic policies are working and are going to work better once inflation is out of the way. I truly believe we've made extraordinary progress by laying a new foundation for our economy, which becomes clear once global inflation begins to recede. He also accuses Republicans of blocking his progress while attacking what he calls a MAGA agenda as part of his midterm messaging. I believe in bipartisanship, but I have no illusions about this Republican Party, the MAGA Party. But Republicans say it's the other way around. Republicans have been laying out these answers for over a year. What we need is a president who's willing to listen. Those answers, they say, include drilling more in the U.S. to lower gas prices as opposed to turning to Saudi Arabia. Joe Biden, you do not need to go to Saudi Arabia to find a way to produce more energy. It's right here in America. The criticism comes as the White House officially confirms that Biden will visit Saudi Arabia next month and meet with the country's de facto leader, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. It has to do with much larger issues than having to do with the energy. While Biden has denied that it's aimed at getting the Saudis to pump more oil, the trip to the world's largest crude oil exporter is widely seen as a bid to lower energy prices at home. That said, in addition to Republicans, some Democrats are also voicing concerns over the visit, citing the kingdom's human rights record. Hey, Mr. President, you can't trust these people. Their standards are not our standards. Their values are not ours. And in response to a string of troubling inflation reports, the Federal Reserve is reportedly considering surprising the market this week by hiking interest rates by three quarters of a point, a measure unseen since 1994. Reporting in Washington, D.C., Iris Tao, NTD News. Following the two press conferences earlier today, we had a chance to speak with Vice Conference Chair of the Republican Conference, Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. We spoke with him on the rising cost of energy and skyrocketing food prices. Congressman, thank you for taking a moment to chat with us. Mm -hmm. Sure. Congressman, with the uh, Democrats introducing the appropriations bill, uh, an agriculture bill to uh, offset some of this inflation and high fuel prices, what effect do you think this will ultimately have and will it help? So far, they've not produced any policy changes that I think that would directly infect, affect inflation in a positive way. They keep doubling down on this big federal spending. You know, any freshman economics student could have told them if you keep printing cash and dropping it into the economy, it's going to have an inflationary effect. And so we're seeing that. It was a direct result of these policy choices, and we don't see them reversing any of that. There may be some progress in an ag bill. I haven't seen the details of that. But um, from the White House on down to rank-and-file members of Congress, they still subscribe, most of them, to modern monetary theory. That's what's got us into this mess. They deny the realities of the economy, and we're seeing the effects of it. Congressman, in your presser here, you mentioned that uh, President Biden, though it was a topic of discussion, is heading over to Saudi Arabia to try to get oil prices down and, 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 and get their oil. Uh, is this the proper approach, in your opinion? 
Absolutely not. I'm from an energy state, Louisiana. From the day that Joe Biden took office, he told us during the campaign that he would effectively declare war on the fossil fuel industry, oil and gas, and he did so. And his policy choices have done that from the executive orders the first few days all the way through today. And so he's made us reliant upon foreign sources of oil. It's a, it's a, a, a tragedy. When Donald Trump came in, he said, we don't want to talk about energy independence anymore. We want to talk about energy dominance. And we, we achieved that. We became a net exporter. All boats were rising. Gas prices were down. The economy was rocking along, and then Joe Biden comes in and does reflexively the exact opposite of all of the policy choices that the Trump administration made. So, again, these are the foreseeable effects of it. What they should do is turn the spigot on for domestic production again. But he's not going to do that because he's sold out and beholden to the radical environmentalist lobby who hate the fossil fuel industry and want us all to switch over to some new form. It's, it's not realistic, and there's going to be a lot of pain uh, until we can retake the majority in Congress and the White House to reverse all this. And Kelly Sadler is an editor at The Washington Times. She was also a White House aide during the Trump administration. Sadler says that most Americans have moved on from January 6th to the real kitchen table issues like inflation. I had a chance to speak with her recently. Kelly Sather, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I want to talk to you about that January 6th committee. They're serving essentially as the judge, jury, and executioner. If you're going to be the jury, you need to be unbiased, although they claim it to be a bipartisan. How is it bipartisan? Please. How is it bipartisan? Kevin McCarthy recommended representatives to serve on this January 6th committee. Nancy Pelosi rejected those recommendations. This committee is Nancy Pelosi's own making. Democrats have nothing to run on this fall. They have no agenda. They have no policy. They have no no prescriptions for the for the kitchen table issues that Americans are suffering from today, like high gas prices, shortage of baby formula. So what are they going to do? They're going to run against Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not on the ballot. Donald Trump is, is irrelevant. Everyone in this country has moved on from January 6th, except for Nancy Pelosi. How do you envision a fair investigation into the January 6th events playing out? What type of stones? I don't, I don't imagine it's going to be fair. But hypothetically, what type of things would you be looking at or should be looked at objectively? Objectively should be the chain of command that day and why the Capitol Police were so unprepared to protect the Capitol. And who called them off? What did the FBI know and what informants did they have to, to, to maybe suggest that there was going to be some sort of protest at the U.S. Capitol? We know in Michigan, the FBI informants knew exactly about what was going on with Gretchen Whitmer and her supposed kidnapping, and that was all planted by FBI informants and agents. So I would like to get to know what did the FBI know going into January 6th? What did Nancy Pelosi not do in charge of the Capitol Police to get them ready and prepared for this event? So to your point, what do you think happens if some of those stones that you're talking about are unturned and we look back in hindsight and we see people like Dr. Navarro being, you know, um, hauled out in shackles. Um, what is that going to do to our country? Well, I mean, it's incredibly divisive for our country, right? Uh, the American people want solutions to their problems. Like I mentioned before, we need to get a, a handle on, on the gas prices here. We need to better understand why we're giving $40 billion in aid to Ukraine, that that money can't be utilized um, to protect and secure our schools. There's a lot of things that are going on in this country, like the surge at the southern border, where we have hundreds of thousands of immigrants illegally crossing every day in border agents not equipped to handle the surge. We want some solutions to those problems. And it seems to me like 
there's very reasonable Democrats who'd like to solve those same issues. Those are the things that Congress should be coming together and looking to solve rather than going down these very partisan uh, lanes like this January 6th committee. Do you have your finger on the pulse of Washington, D.C. Uh, with the midterms coming up? In, in, in your eyes, what is going to be the net result uh, come November? The Americans, in poll after poll, and these are all public, the number one concern of Americans is inflation. And how do we handle these rising costs? Everything from the pump to the grocery store, to buying a new car, to buying a dishwasher, everything is more expensive. And Americans are feeling this pain. So how do we tackle inflation in the supply chain crisis? I think those are going to be the number number one and number two issues um, for Americans going into the, to the voting booth. And Democrats don't have any solutions other than blaming Putin's price hike. Kelly Sadler, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.